<laughs> Welcome back to Tea and Truth, where we spill all the tea here. <laughs> um, sadly, this is our last episode. Not sadly, but there's going to be more to come. But, you know, our first season, we did so well. Well <laughs> proud of us. Um, we, this was a big growth yeah. thing for us. So no, yeah. thanks for coming along on the journey. Yes, thank you guys so much for listening and taking the time out to... Um, express how much you like it mm-hmm. or give us some tips on how to um do it a little bit better yeah um we are just grateful for a little bit of a fan base here <laughs> um but yeah today is our last day um we asked you guys to ask us some questions so we do have um some spiritual questions and then we have some random funny questions some tea, yes. <laughs> some tea questions some truth and some tea yes <laughs> we just um, did an opposite order today <laughs> yeah covering truth and tea <laughs> Um, but don't mind the background noise, guys. We're in my kitchen. Um, OM53 is recording in the other room. We have some kids outside playing in the f- nice, beautiful so you get the fall pool, weather. Yeah, um, you get the yeah. full, you know, <laughs> It's better than here. when the power went out. We'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so before we go forward, Laura, because Laura's the only one drinking tea right now. <laughs> I'm holding it down for us. I mean, yes. what time is it? It's 11.45. In the morning. This is a Saturday for us. Saturday. We don't really record on Tuesdays, but we're changing it up. Yeah. Happy birthday to my dad. <laughs> we normally record on Tuesday nights, but it was my dad's birthday, so we moved to Saturday yeah. morning. And little background story, I made pumpkin bread for us to have oh this morning. And Becca, what happened? I was eating, pulling it apart, and I was like, oh, look, I found a pumpkin seed. And I pull it out, and it's this little rubbery piece of something. And we think it might be a piece it's of a spatula. Yeah, if you could have seen her face, oh like, gosh. she looked, like, nervous, but, like, okay, I have to deal with it. Like, I, like, I don't know. Like, it was just hilarious. And I, I was know. in the other room. She's like, Laura, what is this? I was like, I don't know. I can't even see what it is. And then I held it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's a spatula. She's my luck. It was so funny. I was like, ooh, delicious. Extra flavor. <laughs> Oh, wait, so what tea chill. are you drinking, Laura? Oh, um... Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> reading the label. This isn't Spanish. I think it's, it's Spanish. Horn, Hornman? What is this? With Manzilla honey. Something with honey. It's, it's, uh, uh, I think it's chamomile. Yeah, it's chamomile. Mm-hmm. With, chamomile, chamomile. With honey. And then I put extra honey in it. And Why is this in Spanish? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it says bring fresh water to a boil. Oh no, it's just the ingredient. I mean, instructions. <laughs> Anyways, um, oh, so yeah, so we're gonna get started. Um, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we tried to consolidate all the yeah. questions into one area. If we remember who asked the questions, we'll shout you out. If we forget, I apologize. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't remember who you know who asked us what. So, but thank you also, for reaching out. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, Laura asked some, and I was like, I looked at the question. I'm like, wait, what? But <laughs> so I went onto my own personal account and to asked answer them. our group Instagram question. <laughs> I was gonna ask them, but we have them here. All right, so and our dog. Don't mind that. Okay, so the number. Question number one is, how have you felt your spiritual life grow since starting the podcast? The first thing that comes to mind is, we kind of briefly mentioned this last, I think it was last week's episode, how we started um, texting each other each morning or afternoon whenever we have our own prayer and reading the Bible time and just like sending a little synopsis to each other. That way it keeps us accountable for actually spending time with God and then kind of like, it's just nice to know what everyone's reading about and like hearing Um, other people's perspective on things and I think that's the first thing that comes to mind is like it's helped me be more accountable with my own time Mm -hmm. and it's really cool 
just to know where like you guys are at and like what you guys are praying about and then um it's like great for us to talk about in person just at other times so yeah my favorite I've enjoyed that too and it's also just been a matter of we kind of inform each other's uh, reading as well like sometimes mm. Mariah will pick apart a verse and Laura will pick about something completely different or exactly the same and we'll be able to um, perso- pull personal meaning from each verse like maybe something mm. I read didn't really 100% apply to me but maybe it applied to Mariah in some mm. way mm-hmm. so it's kind of nice that we can do those studies individually uh, with the theme and come together and see those overlaps that I really yeah, enjoyed yeah. and then uh, since we've been able to bounce ideas off of each other, it's been able to, that matter of thinking has been transformative. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really different studying by yourself versus yeah. with other people because yeah. you have uh, that community aspect really helps that growth faster, really yes. feeding it is significantly more fruitful, which we hear in yeah. the Bible as well, you know. Especially yeah, so. if you like miss something that you read and like mm-hmm. when you, you know, write it in the, te- in the chat, and then Lord be like, oh my God, like, did you um, see this about that text? And I'm like, oh no, I didn't see that. Like, you know, or Becca that's would say cool. the same thing. Um, so that's cool. I'm reading Proverbs, the book of Proverbs. I'm still on, I'm only on eight, you know, chapter eight. It's going to take me a little bit, but I'm loving it so far. But it's so funny because oh my God. I've read Proverbs. It's very, like, varied wisdom. Like, yeah. it's not normally just, like, one topic or whatever. No, it's, it's a lot of So each topics. day, Ryan sends, like, something completely different the, <laughs> the day, day before, before, but probably, like, the next chapter. But it'll be, like marriage and then like murder but it's yeah, so I'm different like, i'm like what the heck is going on here like and i, I sometimes i'm like i don't think i'm gonna send it because like it's talking about adultery right now right like, <laughs> and i'm like okay and i send it and i'm like oh i don't know if i should send it and then laura's like huh i didn't see it like she's like oh, okay like <laughs> i don't even know like obviously sometimes you just can't even comment on scripture you're like no, it yeah. speaks very clearly but i'm just like says. sending it's it like, i'm like all right like, did my da- <laughs> like daily, i did it yeah daily like you know because we we're keeping each other accountable mm-hmm. like yeah all right so number two is who is a memorable quote or scripture verse that has changed you or what is i know what's going on that i just posted the I other do. day I have a few in mind, but I had actually one I read the other day. Forgive me, I can't remember which section it's from, because I feel like it's a pretty common one. It's the one about, um, what was it, when Jesus and his disciples go across, was it a lake? Yes. And they get there in the middle of a storm. And that particular one, because as you know, I love my visuals. Uh And when he is talking about how they're in the middle of the storm and throughout it, Jesus is asleep and he's resting and he's saying you know how do you, could you have so little faith and then he immediately calms the winds and calms the storms and that reminds me uh, how I can rest in him mm. so I, if you had asked me actually at the beginning of this podcast I would have said the one I, I said on the first episode which was mm. in Ephesians about um, us being God's masterpiece which is still uh, a verse that means a lot to me but that one in this period of time definitely mm. means the most to me because I think that demonstrates I guess myself learning to to trust in him mm. right and to rest in him in that aspect so that's that's where I'm at right now I love that I love that just reminded me when you ask people this question like even every couple weeks every couple months like mm-hmm. I love to hear because I feel like it often is just transformed by what like season of life you're in or what's going on in your life that mm-hmm. something speaks to you differently it's so cool yeah, I can go next. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready. Hold on. I read this verse the other day. Um, I've been like praying a lot and talking with people about like God's sovereignty a lot, and so the theme of God being 
completely in control of everything in our life um, and that he deserves all the glory for everything. It's been something that I've been meditating on and like watching videos and some people send me. Um, so this verse is <coughs> Romans 11.36. This is from the New Living Translation, um, which isn't something I always read, but I liked how it was worded. It says, for everything comes from him and exists by his power and is intended for his glory. All glory to him forever. Amen. That's been my favorite the past few days. <laughs> just meditating on it. It's just so good. Like he, he created all things. He sustains all things and everything is for his glory. All right. Well, mine is, I don't know what, where it is. Okay. Okay. Do you I remember can't. it? It was the one um, where, um, <clears throat> where I, Build true vine plants. I forget where it was oh. from. It's not I'm the vine, you are the vine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes, that's my favorite one. I just love it. That's what that's what um, drew me to true vine plants and mm-hmm. helped me grow what I love to do now. And it just, um, I just live by it every day. Like, you know. That's awesome. I'll put it more in the description of yeah, what yeah. I thought about it. It's because right now I don't have it, so I can't really read it. But, um, yeah, I feel like that verse one. is like so fitting mm-hmm. for like everything you're going through right now because it speaks purely about transformation. Yes. Mm. When you really think about it, which is, and we were just talking about this before the podcast started, where you were thinking about, you know, your old self versus your new yeah. self and, you know, mm. producing fruit in that aspect and mm-hmm. not change. So I think that that's beautiful. Yeah, I think I did talk about that verse. in the very beginning. Yeah, in, yeah. in identity part yes. two or purpose. I don't remember. But yeah. It comes full circle. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to. Listen there. Um, <laughs> next question is from Chayla. I remember this one. Mm-hmm. It's she said, "Is there an area in any of your lives where God is either poking, nudging, or calling you to do something and you haven't done yet?" Yeah, I think we were thinking on this one before. It's a really good question, by the way. So thank you. Um, I definitely have. I don't know if I feel that a hundred percent right now because but I've definitely had that experience before where I felt God telling me all right this is what I need you to do maybe not word for word but you can kind of get a strong sense of or I I guess a draw to certain things so for me I think it's just a matter of God asking me to be obedient but learning to figure out I think we were talking about this just before um all right so going okay is this God asking me to be obedient? Is this God asking me to do this? Or is this my own way of thinking and thinking I need to do this mm-hmm. to um, to please God? Mm-hmm. So for me right now, it's a matter of trying to find that that balance and also just trying to really learn to, <clears throat> to hear his voice and what he desires of me in my life, whether that be reaching out to different people or what he desires of me in my career. So I feel like that answer is a little vague, but... Um, no, yeah. I'll go off of that, yeah, like, obedience part, because um, I was telling him, I think God was, like, poking at me to change my ways in my marriage mm-hmm. the first year, um, obeying my husband. Like, I was telling him before, like, um, we're not just, like, separate people in a marriage. Like, we're one, mm-hmm. and we come together as one. So doing everything as one and, like, changing your old habits, like, especially mm-hmm. mine, um, was super hard for me and I just felt like God was like no like this is your husband obey your husband he has to obey you and um, this is just gonna be like a forever thing like you can't just um, go by the mindset of like okay like I can do whatever I want like it's my money it's my life you know um, and it's his money it's his life it's whatever like it's thinking no longer, like it's a like, chart. separate yeah. entities yes you know? mm-hmm. and like um, you know, uh, respecting him and loving him and, you know, all of these things, um, it was just super hard for me to do. And 
I was trying to change in like a week, right? And I just felt, I'm like, all right, God is telling me to change. He's telling me, you know, this is what the Bible says. This is what we have to obey by. And I'm trying to do all this in a short amount of time. And it's just like, I know God's telling me to change it, but I'm like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, But tomorrow's never promised. And I'm glad that like, now I, I fully understand like what it means to be one and like, you know, love your husband, respect your husband. Like, don't be, you know, um, disobedient to the word and your husband. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's something that, you know, I had to change. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, it makes complete I sense. I feel like what you guys are both saying, it reminds me of almost two different, like, I guess, types of, like, guidance. So I feel like sometimes we're convicted of something by the Holy Spirit because it's something, I think we said this before, that's directly mentioned in God's word. And so mm-hmm. when we feel conviction, we need to immediately respond and be obedient to oh, I didn't realize I was supposed to be doing it this way. Mm -hmm. Like, this one example came to my mind. In college, I was signed up for this class that I had to take. It was, like, a Spanish literature, uh, culture kind of course. So there was a... Oh, no, cinema. That's what it was. It was, like, (laughs) Spanish cinema. So the whole class was, like, watching different movies and dissecting the plot and whatever, like, all of them in Spanish. On the first day of class, or beforehand, I sent out the syllabus, and at the top it was, like warning you that like almost all the movies were like R, there was like graphic sexual scenes and violence and that if you were not okay with that then you should drop the course and I was like I need to drop the course like I could have sat and like prayed and waited for guidance from God to be like know what to do but like God told me to be careful of what I'm watching, what mm-hmm. I'm listening, what I'm putting into my mind so I was just immediately obedient and dropped the class like I can't take that because that is directly going against like what God says about having a pure mind and thinking on what's true and pure and good. So like that's one situation where like when we can feel convicted that we need to like mm-hmm. immediately respond. And honestly, in, my, in other scenarios, like honestly, sometimes I'm just lazy or like like if I know that something's wrong and I need to change something, I'm like, I'll start on Monday. Yeah. You know, like the classic, like, I'll start this brand new wonderful habit on Monday. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like that. what people just do on New Year's. Like, yes. oh, you know, my New Year's resolution. I'll, I'll wait out. Till- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. I'm just going to wait for January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we can do that with God, too. At least I've done that many times. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, oh, or sometimes, like, instead of just making a small choice in the right direction, I, like, write out this grand plan to, like, transform <laughs> my whole life. And then I'll be like, well, since it's so big, like, I got to wait to start it. Like, I got to yeah. wait till I feel ready, right? <laughs> That's like not even the whole point. Like the point is to be no, obedient yes. um, and trustworthy. The other thing I feel like is when it's more like a personal life decision. We kind of talked about this in the Hearing God's Voice episode. Um, sometimes it takes us longer. Like I'm thinking of another scenario where I felt like God was, quote unquote, like nudging me to do something, but it took me a while to like fully, I guess, like grasp the plan or be like fully convinced that that was where God was leading me. And I think mm. everyone's personality is a little bit different. Like that was a bigger choice, and so I like spent more time praying about it and making sure that I felt confident that's where God was leading me. So um, I think it's just a matter of being obedient when it's very like explicit in scripture. And then if it's not like really working on like spending time with God and trusting his character, for me, those are the things that like, I'm like, okay, I need to really go back to like knowing that God is best. It's based on like the scenario and that aspect. You're saying like there's some scenarios where it's very clear that you know this is right and this is wrong and then there's some scenarios if it's vague you know pray on it you know but I feel it's like a matter of at the end of the day you'll know in your heart of hearts you'll know what's right and what's wrong yeah Mm -hmm. and that like the Holy Spirit in you convicts you of what God wants right Uh but sometimes Mm -hmm. it's easy like at least for me I'll like have a gut feeling which I normally feel like it's the Holy Spirit like you're able to tell I'm like okay I feel like the Holy Spirit's leading me in this direction then I'm like hmm (laughs) 
just let me think about it. Like, yeah. Let me, yeah. No, I feel that. You know, like, <laughs> I have like a quick little thing because um, I think I was telling you, Laura, like when we started doing these devotionals, um, I was like, all right, like cool, like I'm gonna get into a uh, like a rhythm here, yeah. and it's gonna be cool. I'm gonna be that like typical Christian person that reads their Bible. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be so filled with the Word. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's gonna transform me. Like you know what people say, and. Then I, you know, I did that for a week, and then like after, I'm like, okay, Monday's here. I'm like, all right, Devo's here. But, oh, I gotta answer these emails for work. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me watch like one episode, you know. And then I'm like, right. and then I'm he like washing dishes, off. and I yeah. see my Bible there, and I'm like, oh my god, we're having like a staring contest. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, oh, I'll do it. I'm like, it's only one chapter, right? Like, come on. And I'm like, all right, one chapter, all right. Let me di- let me finish these emails. Let me watch a little bit of TikTok. Yeah. Let me do something else, right. and then I forget. It's already like night, and I'm like so tired. I'm like, so oh, that's gosh. like really playing into obedience as well. Like, yeah. You just, yeah. just and then I'm like, do it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? Like, Sunday's like two more days. Like, I'll I'll get filled with the word on Sunday. Like, you mm-hmm. know, what? and I, I feel yeah. like a lot of people do that. They're yeah, like, sure. Sunday is the day. Like, that's you know, that's the holy day. Like, mm-hmm. I'll get filled with the word that one day. And I'm like, no, like, it's not enough. So now I'm like, yeah. no, like that's not enough for me. Like, I need to be yeah. in the word every single day because, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's what's gonna get me through my week. Actually, and I've noticed that. Yeah, well, don't we have another question about that? Oh yes, yeah. That's see. a really good segue into Which that. One is it? I, don't know. I think it was. Oh, yeah. um, so. So the question is, how does daily devils affect your life? And that's Huge how difference. I thought, yeah, yeah. I even noticed that you said one day, you're like, oh, my day wasn't going well. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't pray, I didn't read. And I'm like, that's me too. I'm like, I'll yeah. be in a pissy mood, excuse my yeah. language. But <laughs> if I'm not reading, I'll take it out on him or Chris or like, I'll just like, my whole day is like, I just feel like something's missing. Yeah. And it's that. Because you're not feeding on the spirit, you know. Right. Yeah. I get that. So it's kind of funny because I can I really relate to this question in the sense of just explaining the two sides of it because I remember what my life was like before mm-hmm. uh, dedicating my life to Christ and then when we started getting together and we started working on daily devotionals and sending verses to each other and just doing my own um, studies as well in the summer since I'm a teacher I had so much time for it and yes. I was like wow this is so easy why wasn't I doing this before and I was like wow this is so easy it's great I have like all this time <laughs> and then school started and it just went uh-huh. yeah it, I was I was burnt out so quickly from after the first week of school and I'll be honest these past couple weeks I try to make that time even if it's just like five minute, minutes but at the mm-hmm. beginning it was it was really a struggle and then on the days where um, I didn't dive into the word. I was sitting there going, you know, why was today just went down mm-hmm. so quickly? You know, whether whether it was with my students or maybe just a lesson didn't go very well. And I'm sitting here going, you know, what happened? And I remember, you know, I just I didn't pray this morning. I didn't ask for help. I didn't dive into the word, and it really changes your mindset because at least for me, when I um, sit in the word, and you'll see psychological studies on this too, mm. gratitude changes your mindset Mm. it really does and every morning giving thanks to the lord for everything Mm. he does for me and then asking him all right how do i glorify you today you know what do you desire of me today in in my job um with the people i'm interacting with today can lord can you bless Mm -hmm. my conversations with them um bless my lectures that i'm giving to my students today so Mm. and when i do that i find my whole day is transformed even if I don't notice it in the moment I'll see it a day later and I'll see it afterwards and I'll have a moment of oh wow now I'm really seeing that transformation I'm really seeing the way you are working through me Lord but Mm. it was a a drastic difference in my mindset versus in the summer when I was having all that time and it was so easy versus 
during the school year, I was like, all right, now I have to actively make that time yes. in my schedule um, mm-hmm. for the Lord because He's just as important as my job, if not more important. Way more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That reminds so, me of one of my favorite verses. It's from, I think it's in Romans. It says, The mindset on the flesh is death, but the mindset on the spirit is life and peace. Mm-hmm. But that sums up the whole. The whole reason we spend time in the Word is because we love God, but also because, um, like, we see the byproducts of it, and we don't spend time so that we have the byproducts of it. We spend time because we love God, and He told us to. Mm-hmm. But the byproducts of spending our mindset on the Spirit are life and peace, and we see that in our day. Like whether that's just more peaceful or joyful or honoring of other people, like that says the Word is living and active, and that that life is what comes into our life when we spend time there. And it reminded me of one other verse, what you were saying. In Psalms, it talks about, in the morning I'll speak of your loving kindness, and the evening's your faithfulness. And that's mm-hmm. what it reminds me. I feel like giving gratitude in the morning to God is like, you know he's loving and kind. Like, you're you're telling him those things. And then in the evening, we speak of his faithfulness, because we look back on our day and see, wow, you see God, you see all the ways he's working there. Yeah. 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 So, with all that, like, when you sit down and pray, what does it look like? It depends. I know this is going to sound weird, but it really depends on the scenario, on like where I am. Because there's, you know, time when I'm... Actually, no, I'm not, I'm not sure, quite sure if it's different. But when I do pray at the beginning, it was very formal when I... Because that's what I grew up seeing other people doing. It was this very... The churches I'd gone to, everything about interacting with God was this very formal affair. And yes, there's a lot of respect towards God. Mm-hmm. But now, the more I've grown in my relationship with Him... I feel like I can turn to him like a parent, like mm. a friend. And not to say it's more casual, but it's almost instead of asking for just the big things, I mm. ask for like the little things as well, or even just help controlling like what I say and mm. um, what I do. Um, but definitely more, uh, what was it, in, in, in terms of prayer, uh, a lot of thankfulness, as I was saying before, yeah. mm. to, to him. But uh, in, a, in a manner of it's more almost like a conversation. I feel like I'm talking to him rather than just asking mm. for things. Does that make sense? Yeah, because you're, I feel like it's because you know that he's listening. Unless yeah. it sounds like more trusting, like you know that he's there with you. Mm-hmm. Also, as a disclaimer, I know a lot of people call these different things. We've been saying like devos or devotionals. That's um, Some people use like a devotional book, like mm. a day-to-day. Um, some people just call devos or devotionals like just a name for their whole prayer time where they like pray and read the bible and maybe read a devotional or have worship like devotionals or devos can mean any of those things i know some people just call it prayer time i know people just sometimes Mm -hmm. just say like reading the word um Mm -hmm. but just as a disclaimer people call different things um mine personally i think it's changed over the years too and i don't i think that's pretty normal depending on like what you're going through in the season or maybe what god's because god like I think God, the Holy Spirit, guides us into, like, what we should be doing also mm-hmm. specifically. Right now, honestly, it's been mostly just reading the Word. Like, I read a couple of chapters a day, um, and I always pray beforehand that, like, God would bless the reading of His Word and that, like, I comprehend what I'm reading. Um, personally, I've been using the Bible Project. I'll see. We can link that in the... Oh, it's so that. great. <laughs> yeah, it's a great... Um, I think they also have a podcast mm-hmm. um but their youtube videos they have one on each book of the bible and it really explains a lot of the context love the visuals yeah so and the visuals they're great they're like great like cartoon almost drawings yeah, they're really good yeah illustrating yeah <laughs> so they're i've been using that like before i read a book i'll watch 
the video and it gives con like historical context who the author was like what um what connections there are in in that book to other books like it's really healthy to know the context of scripture like i'm sure we'll go into that another time but instead of just like cherry picking verses that sound nice like knowing what the message that the author was trying to say is mm -hmm. saying so i've really i'm watching those videos and reading um the scripture and i've also just been praying sometimes i journal my prayers especially if i'm having a hard time like focusing my mind um but right now i've just been praying so that's most of my yeah, yeah mine is um uh what i do is i have like a journal of like all my devotionals or whatever i write down that day um and i also have a page full of like prayer requests and mm. then I write them down, yeah. and then, like, once I pray for them, I circle them. And then, like, I have a whole bunch of circles, because that's how many times I've been praying for that specific thing. So, I, I love always, the pictures. Yeah, that's I, great. Yeah, so. It's kind of like a bullet journal. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, so if, like, somebody's like, oh, can you pray for, like, this person or this specific thing? Like, I'm like, all right, cool. And I go back to my journal. I'll write down a new prayer request or the, the name or whatever it is. And then I start a new circle and, like, how many times I pray for that until something happens or, like, whenever it does, you know I mean? Yeah. Um, but just so they know that I'm praying for them. So that's, like, that's my awesome. prayer life right now. And I also pray for everyone. And then I'm, like, the last person hmm. because, like... I like I feel like God already knows what I need right mm -hmm. in my life and I just feel like I'm gonna put myself last and mm -hmm. everyone else before me and I just feel like because I could get everyone out of the way right yeah. whatever they need and then I'm the last person and actually this is like another thing Ryan actually I both read in terms of like prayers and devotional oh, yes. I have it in front of me if you're new to diving into scripture something that Ryan recommended to me it was super helpful the 100 days of bible promises and I think you mm -hmm. had like 100 days of what was it hustle oh yeah something uh, like that but it's uh, the same series of something books something hustle uh forget what it is yeah, I'll but it's it the down. same yeah. series and they're great and if you're this kind of person like me who loves the little pictures and uh it has a, a devotional on each page with the mm -hmm. first a few verses and it's nice because you can all right we're back sorry, <laughs> sorry small minor technical difficulty but we're here i was talking about devotionals i was talking about 100 days of bible promises what i started to do though is i'd read it in each section and it gives you like a little bit piece of a verse or a piece of a section but what i'd recommend and i might have said this in another episode is all right you can read through the verse for example the one i'm looking at has galatians 5 22 through 23 i might go into my Bible when I say might definitely do <laughs> read the whole section because yeah. then you can get the context because sometimes I feel like the mistake I made at the beginning was reading little verses and going that's enough and then wondering why no, yeah. I was so confused that's fair and then you can like take it out of context too because right? you need to read the full story and this is also good, like, if you don't know where to read in the Bible, like, mm -hmm. hey, you'll, you'll take Galatians, right? And you're like, hey, maybe I want to start reading from Galatians 1 all the way on the whole chapter, Yeah. Right? So, like, a way you can visualize this, I don't know why this is how I think of it, love the visuals, is, like, if you're reading, like, a little verse, think of it, like, if we're being fed on the Spirit and it's a meal and you only eat, like, mm -hmm. the appetizer, like, the bread and butter at the beginning of the meal and not the rest of it, then mm -hmm. you're not really being yeah, fed on the Spirit the in dessert, that aspect. Man. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was like the first thing that popped in my head, but that's literally it. You know, we're being fed on the spirit. Yeah, How are we supposed so to have uh -huh. the energy to and on the uh, that and be filled with uh with God if we don't read through the whole yeah. section, you know? So that's yeah, so that's good. good. I love that. Um but talking about like devotionals and prayer and all this stuff, like what is your favorite book in the Bible? 
Romans. <laughs> I love Romans. It's I love that. Book. I love Romans. Mm-hmm. I also like Ephesians. I, I was about to say the same one. It's a short, it's simple, Ephesians. I mean, chapter, yeah. but you get so much from it. I feel like it, mm. it dives into, like, a little bit of everything yeah. as well. For me, I felt like Ephesians is my favorite, and I feel like I it was Ephesians. a really good place to start when I was mm-hmm. confused, mm. because, you know... The Bible. Some parts can be really big off, like big pieces to chew off of. Like the, I, when I started reading the Bible the first time, I started in Isaiah, and I was really oh. confused. Wow. <laughs> and now I know why. <laughs> and I was like, well, this is a lot. And so I, when I went back, I read most of read most of read all of Ephesians, and mm-hmm. found it was really helpful in you know learning um, what God desired of me so yeah. and you know what it means to be a child of God I feel like that it's a lot of identity yeah, in there. yeah, yeah. it really is mm-hmm. that's where I found got the verse on God's masterpiece so maybe mm-hmm. if you're yes. starting out for me I felt oh I don't know my voice no, squeaked for me <laughs> I felt like that was a good section to start with yeah yeah but I feel like Ephesians if if you're new to the you know Christian world mm-hmm. or anything. John is a really good one to John start as with well too, because John is very kind of um, it's one of the gospels. It's very foundational for like mm-hmm. a lot of they're what John the rest one, of the Bible. Uh, for yeah, first and second John are there. I would start with just no, the, yeah, the regular just the one John. John. <laughs> and um, Romans is my favorite. It talks. It's a little bit. Um, it's a little bit uh, deeper. I feel like than John. It talks a lot about redemption and what it means to live in the spirit and um, like. But it's so good. And deep, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I so, it. Ephesians, <laughs> Romans, and John. Yeah, John's a really good one to start with. Those are the guys you need to go to. The guys! <laughs> the guys. The Romans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, how do you go about um, growing in trust? Mm. Growing trust with God? Yes, I believe so. That's a good question. Honestly, I feel like That's it's heavy. kind of like growing in trust with people like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. obviously it's different because god is perfect and we talked about that in the trust episode um but you also have to like you have to give human people the opportunity to show that they're trustworthy right that's Mm -hmm. the same thing with god if you're holding everything close-handed in Mm -hmm. your life you're not surrendering or trusting it to him so how are you going to see that he's trustworthy right so I would recommend trusting him with something. Yeah. Which sounds stupid, but honestly, yeah. like, I always think, someone told me that analogy once, like, if you just imagine, like, holding a, a rock in your hand and your clothes tight around it, like, no one can take that from you, but if you, you have to open your hand for someone to be able to, like, take what's out of your hand. Yeah. So if you're holding everything in your life really tightly, you're not giving God, like, opportunity oh, to, to... I almost see it as, like, as a matter of giving... Just how you would want someone that doesn't know you to give you a chance, right? Because mm. I—that's something I felt throughout my life. Where it's, I said, you ever have a moment where you go, "Oh, maybe if this person like really got the chance to know me, then they would think of me differently mm. than what they're seeing at face value." Yes. So the same thing is our relationship with God. You mm-hmm. have to really, because I feel like there's a lot of people that have this. Um, how would I put it? There's this almost societal mindset outside of Christianity that this is what. God is is this really harsh figure um, mm, if that makes sense yeah. right so I found that when I was coming to Christ I really had to give him a chance to move beyond my preconceived notions mm, to yes, give him an opportunity yeah. to show uh, show me um his uh what the, what he has for me in my life right mm. and what I can do for him as well so in terms of trusting God it's a matter of just 
giving him that chance, even yeah. if it's really hard. And mm-hmm. it's sometimes hard to do for people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. we were even talking about our first impressions, like, of each other, you know. And once we got to know each other, we learned so much about each other and our uh, true aspects of our personalities and what our hearts really are. Mm-hmm. So same thing for God. You have to give him a chance, get to know him, to truly know his heart. Yeah. And even in my life, I had moments um, where I was asking God, you know, if this is who you are and this is what you do, then show me. And it was a very challenging mm. thing. And I had, um, we'll ta- and we'll talk about this in another episode. We were talking about testimonies. And there was one particular day, I remember, where he showed me thing after thing after thing. And I still didn't believe and it took, well, like mm. I said, we'll ta- that's a whole other story. But um, it took time. You yeah. Know? It, took, yeah. it took time it took to really time, build yeah. that trust. Yeah. And also, like, for me, like, I've had this brick wall, and I've mm. talked about it, too, um, in Purpose video. I mean, co- podcast, sorry. <laughs> um, where I had this brick wall, and I'm telling God, like, you know, God, if if you're real, like, I trust you, you know, mm-hmm. to do this. And I'm just doing prayer after prayer, right? Mm. But I have this brick wall, and I'm not letting it down for mm. God to, you know, move in my life or to help me with something that I've been praying for. And it's not always the case where he's going to, you know, help me with that situation, right? Mm. Like, he's not always going to, you know, grant everything you pray, pray for. Or yeah. Any, I don't know if grant is the right word, but, like, but he's, yeah. you know, he's not, it's not always going to be the case, right? Um, so if you have, like, a wall built up and you're praying for something and you know that you're not letting it down, like, mm. how can you pray for something if you're not working on yourself yeah, first, you know, yeah, and letting that yeah. wall down? And just being willing to have that confidence in you. Is that Harley in the background? That's Dakota. <laughs> there She's you go. You get the full ambiance. So, uh, but it's a matter of, like, oh, like you said, willing to have that full confidence in him. I think I forget which section I was reading. And uh, maybe you can remind me which part was, if, uh, if you remember, uh, Laura. But it was, I think someone with leprosy came to him and said, uh, if you are willing, I know you could yes. like you could heal me yeah so when I think of that versus like what Mariah was saying which I had a very similar mindset which was like if you are real if you mm. can do this versus if you are willing I know you can do this because yes. I think that's the real mental shift in terms of um trusting in him versus like saying if you can do this versus saying I know you can do this mm. uh, but will you do this for right. me right uh, if it's your will yeah right? That's something I had been praying about recently was, um, or I think God was just reminding me, like, he, he has promised to always provide for us. And mm-hmm. I've seen, I think when I was younger, I always thought, like, that means if I have, like, enough faith and I pray for something enough that God will provide it. When I started realizing and, like, seeing certain situations in my life that I prayed for something and I was expecting God to like provide a way out but instead he provided me enough strength to go through the thing right like Mm -hmm. there's so many opportunities where we pray for something to provide and God provides a different thing but he still provides right he's still provider and his his plan is different often than ours and better because he's perfect so that was something that helped me trust him is like I can trust him with providing what I need to survive right and to live like an abundant life it just might be different than what I prayed for and what I'm trusting him in so but the interesting part it's a matter of and I'm I'm sure both of you ladies have experienced this and anyone else who has come to crisis when I first came to him it's a matter of oh you know having God in my life is just going to make my life easier and you know in in some ways it's extremely helpful yes but um but the whole point of walking with crisis is not necessarily supposed to be 
uh, easy. And mm-hmm. it's not for us to feel good. Exactly. Even though we've all definitely it's got all, that. Yeah. It's all for him. It's not right. about ourselves and we kind of have to take ourselves out of the equation. Yeah. That aspect. Uh, because we're not, we're not the end game. We're not the He's point. the end yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so true. All right. So we are done with the spiritual questions. Um, you want to stick around for the tea? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just now. Um, I don't know how much tea there's going to be, but we have some fun questions too so, that you guys asked. The first question is, do you guys prefer sweet or salty? Sweet. Both. <laughs> I, I know the question's asking you to pick one, but I'm like a Nutella and pretzels person, mm. so I need I need both. Oh, no. I'm, I'm a Nutella and strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours, Mariah? I'm just a cheesecake. Cheesecake. <laughs> I like cheesecake. Wait, can we just appreciate the fact that she's like, I don't just want cheesecake. She's like, I am a cheesecake. I love anything sweet. Like, I'm there for the dessert. I don't care about the dinner, the breakfast. Mm-hmm. I'm a dessert person. So I'm a sweet kind of gal. I do like salty, but if I had to choose, sweet. Yeah. Okay, now, how do you like your coffee slash tea? Mm. I like my coffee... I used to like it, like, uh, when I would go to Dunkin' Donuts, I'd be like, oh, can I have um, one small coffee, light and sweet, right? Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, ew, like, ew. <laughs> but no me, offense to like anybody who likes that. I know my mom, she's me. a fan of that. <laughs> but I'm a person now who I can make, like, a dark cappuccino mm-hmm. with a little bit of sugar, and I'm there for it, like, ugh. Oh, man, I guess I am a sweet person. I made you one yeah. today. I, I love, I love light and sweet. I, you like just, light and sweet? I do. I, I like my <laughs> coffee. I like what's at the frozen coffees as well. Ooh, those mm-hmm. are good. Those I don't like coffee. Enjoy. Well, I do. I only like Wawa coffee just because they have lots of dairy-free creamers. So I mm. get, but I can't really have caffeine because my heart like goes nuts. <laughs> Me too. So that's why I'm a treat a tea person. And I used to just drink tea like straight, like just the water and the yeah. tea bag. But Becca's got me into milk yes, and like more honey now. So, but we normally do almond milk. It's, Yes, yeah, my stomach can't handle. <laughs> What's your favorite stuff. type of tea then? My favorite tea is buttermint. It's like mm. a mix of mint and vanilla, so it's already pretty sweet. Which I guess is why I never like put anything in it because it's pretty sweet already. Yeah. Um. So, what's your favorite comfort food? I like Thai food. <laughs> my thing is Ooh. Thai. Food. We should get Thai food. I love why Thai food. Know Specifically, oh, just Pad Thai. Spilling the tea yeah. today. Yeah, um, I love. You can ask Michael. My every time we go out to, to potentially get food, he's like, "Oh, do you want to get?" And it's like always Thai food. Thai. Always, I love Thai, Thai food. Thai food. Mm-hmm. So good. I'm like a lot of. I'm on a very restricted diet at the moment for like health reasons. But if I wasn't, pizza is my favorite. Ooh. I love chicken tenders, or like chicken mm. nuggets. Love dino t- chicken nuggets. <laughs> yes. But I'm not even really eating any of those things right now. And then Chris made a good point earlier that I order French fries every single place I go to because mm. they're a vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free person's best friend. <laughs> I do love potato. That would the be best. one. I like a chicken Caesar wrap with fries on the side. That's my comfort food. My God, that every Can day. we please tell the side like- story from earlier when you had asked Chris? <laughs> okay, first of all, my husband, right? My husband. They met him vaguely last yeah. week or the week He before. was like, he was here in the kitchen. And we're like, oh, like he, he asked us, what's your favorite comfort food, right? And then he said, oh, I know Laura's. It's fries, right? And then he's like, <laughs> true. and I looked at him like, what's mine then? And then he's like, uh, 
uh, well, I mean, yours changes a lot. I mean, yours but to was, be fair, yeah. he knew. Yeah, he was like, um, <laughs> she's gonna trolling him. He was like, yours was plantain. I mean, I don't know, like you like chicken Caesar wrap or fries, and I'm like, what's my comfort food? And then he's like, I don't know, and I'm like, you're right, like, chicken Caesar wrap. He's like panicking and it's then like, turning red. Like, Meanwhile, he was right. <laughs> you were like, it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> it was wrong along. I don't know. That's I just so him all the time, anyways. He's okay. Anyway, <laughs> um. So, what is something you like to do to disconnect from your everyday routine? Okay, if I'm like peak stressed, I either take a nap or I go for a run. It's like completely different ends of the spectrum. <laughs> like if I'm like, that's how I know my like anxiety is getting that good. Is all of a sudden I start like running every day because <laughs> it's just like a good release for me. Um. I also just love going on walks in general. I try to, like, I think when I really need to disconnect, I, like, suddenly remember, like, every hobby I've ever enjoyed and decide to, like, take them back. <laughs> so, like, watercolor, like, I like to rock climb or just, like, random. Or I clean. Cleaning's another one for me. Ooh, I yeah. love cleaning. Cleaning is one for me, too. But mm-hmm. I also like, you know, to disconnect from everything, I would sit on my couch with a nice cozy blanket, cup of coffee, and watch Desperate Housewives. <laughs> Okay, or, like, ba- The Bachelor, or something, like, you know, entertaining for me, just to mm-hmm. disconnect, you know, go into, like, a little bit of fake reality. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, like, no a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's me. For me, it's a combination of things. It really depends on the day and how much brain power I have left, because, mm. you know, if it's on a weekend and I had a good amount of sleep, then might maybe, um, and I'm not overwhelmed by anything, then I might be able to, like, sit down and work on a drawing Mm. Uh, I do like to write a bit but I haven't written any like poetry in a while but so when I'm feeling a little more uh brain dead though uh my thing is (laughs) k-dramas my sister and I love k-dramas they're so good and it's so great because it's like telenovelas except Korean (laughs) it's great so my sister I have it so I haven't I don't know if I've said this on the podcast but I have an identical twin sister her name's Rachel and for a period of time our first full year of teaching our thing was every Fridays our thing to disconnect was have a little like a little snack have some ice cream and then we'd watch k-dramas for the rest of the evening (laughs) put up like little fairy lights and whatnot and that was our way of chilling but otherwise definitely um painting drawing especially if I can Mm -hmm. go out on a hike and Mm -hmm. bring my travel watercolors with me yes that is the best but it's also do I have the energy to go for a hike today yes please (laughs) okay this is a random one but it says if you're in a relationship slash married, how did you know he was the one or will be the one? Mm. <laughs> Laura's like, I didn't even know we had that question. <laughs> yeah. So wait, what can you read that again? I'm sorry. Married. Okay, hold on. It says, if you're in a relationship slash mm-hmm. married, how did you know he was the one or will be the one? Oh. So. You want to start with that as okay. the married person? Yeah. In the group? <laughs> we'll defer um, to the married. Well... I didn't know he was the one at all because we didn't like each other. Mm. Like, we, you know, it was, it's a very long story. When we first this is met. a different. <laughs> like, you didn't clarify that. Yeah, when we first met, sorry. Like, when it's we a first great met story, other, actually. It's, it's just another, like, first We need to have a whole episode yeah. just on your love story. My love fun. story is, is a weird love story. It's <laughs> not a typical movie love story. But when I first met him, he was a worship leader, I was on the team too. We just clashed. This is a very <laughs> Which brief, I find you know. So funny. Yeah, we clashed. <laughs> then we like kind of like low key hated each other. We're like, oh god, like I have to see this person every Sunday. Blah 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 blah. Um, and then slowly, like I was in a relationship. Just to clarify, and he was in a relationship mm. at the time. And my 
ex did not like him. His ex did not like me. So we were just, like, clashing everywhere, right? And there was no one that liked each other. Um, and then when I broke up with my ex, he was still with his. Um, and then, um, funny enough, Chris ended up being my mentor, mm-hmm. right? Because we ended up talking, whatever. And then um, we were in a band together called Oasis United Music. We're not going to talk about that. Um, and then <laughs> and then we sat down one day in a, in a coffee shop because we were supposed to meet with the band members. Mm-hmm. Scott bailed on us, the the drummer. Shut up, Scott. Yeah, Scott, seriously. And then we had no choice but to sit down and talk to each other, right? And mm-hmm. we had um, never had a conversation before. It was just like, what are you singing Sunday? Comes to church, that's it. Like, it was yeah. never like, how are you today? Blah, 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 <laughs> right? And then we sat down for like three hours in, um, I think it was 25 Burgers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we just sat down and I told my whole like testimony slash story about what everything in my life he told his and then we're like okay like you're not as bad as I thought you were right but he was still dating his ex at the time right and I respected that right just to clarify because there's some weirdness going on there and then um you know then after that I'm like whatever he's not a bad guy like I'll give him a chance right Mm -hmm. like and then um slowly but surely God was like opening up my eyes so like okay like he's not a bad person right and then one day he walked into church with this nice little polo shirt and then I was like "Ooh, he looked good and I was like like, oh no no no, I can't like him like that's so weird and then um you know we were still in this band together long story short I'm skipping all the details but like one day I told him hey I like you right and I was Mm -hmm. like I think you're cute and then he's like he's like yeah I think you're cute too right um you know skipping all the things and then he went back with his ex, right? He was still his ex. And then I was like, okay, whatever. It was like two months. And then after that, he broke up with her. And then um, we kind of talked, you know, briefly here and there. And then we were like going out to like diner, mm-hmm. going out here. We were hanging out more. And then I was like, oh, he's not a bad person. I actually really do like him. And then he said the same. And then we were dating like on the low for like two months. And then I was like, yeah, he's the one. And then six months later, he proposed to me. So you knew after two months? I knew after two months, yeah. Yeah. Not even two months, a month. I was like, just the way I felt around him, it was so so different. How did you know that he was was the one from that experience? So from that experience, so because the way my ex treated me, Mm -hmm. that whole thing happened. Mm -hmm. Like I said, this is the contrast. The contrast, like he was uplifting me, like Mm -hmm. um, reading the word to me, like... Um, helping me with everything that I didn't have in my previous relationship. Mm-hmm. He was just there for me. Like, he was, like, a light in my life, mm-hmm. right, when I needed him the most. And just being around him, it was just, like, oh, I could forget about everything. Like, mm-hmm. I was just, like, in a cloud, right? And I was, like, all right, like, this is what this is what I want to be around, like, for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And then a month or two later, I was just, like, oh, I want to marry you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to propose to you. <laughs> but I didn't. And then, like, I did. He said the same thing. Surprise! She didn't propose. No, yeah. And like that's all we would ever talk about. I was like, oh, I want to get married. Like, I wonder I what like our wedding. That's how like. you really oh. know. Because um, so sorry. I'm gonna let you finish no, your story. No, no, no. And then you know, six months later, he proposed a year later. We got married. That's yeah. it. But I feel like I feel like you know when you have that. <laughs> that's great. When you have that same vision, which you and Chris had that that vision from the beginning uh-huh. of seeing mm-hmm. your life together and how that was gonna move forward. But I just find it so funny how. I, I, just how you came together, you know. No, really, a lot of tea spilled there. A lot of tea spilled there. That was if God, you came for honestly. the tea, you've yeah. got it. Next season, I'll talk about the whole journey because that's a lot. It's yeah. a lot, but I don't know how we ended up together because honestly, you know, it's just it's honestly a God thing because mm-hmm. we would always like be in a relationship. We would we were in a relationship and then we would break up and then we'd be like ah oh, whatever. We wouldn't talk to each other and then like 
something was just pushing us back together like mm-hmm. i couldn't look at another person he couldn't look at another person it was just like mm. we're like magnets like you know when you separate but when you yeah. come back together you're stuck like that was it <laughs> so then after that we're like all right like we can't separate like let's just get married already like this is really <laughs> annoying you know oh but yeah I don't, now talk about yours back because yours is cute too oh my relationship yeah okay. yours is crazy so why was mine crazy they met yeah. in a club yeah <laughs> 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 wait, can i just give that some context kidding, so, yeah, they, they, they didn't meet at, like, so a, met at a recreational club. activity a college <laughs> club a, like a college so actually funny context with that Com- particular comment there, you know. So my, uh, so my boyfriend uh, of al- of almost two years uh, is, you know, Michael from On Fifty Three, Chris's friend, <laughs> beep boop bop, and so <laughs> beep boop bop, and so uh, we actually met back in two thousand fifteen, mm-hmm. I think two thousand fourteen, two thousand fifteen, and we didn't really know each other, and then he ended up asking me out in December of two thousand nineteen. Uh, so like four years later, once again, didn't really know each other. But, um, but yeah, so what Laura's referring to is, so we met at a, a recreational club at Montclair, uh, the, the school we both uh, attended. Um, I was studying art, obviously our teacher, and he was studying counting. And uh, so we were doing like a thing, we were planting trees at the, the club we were at. But the funny story that that relates to is I had a family asking, oh, how did you meet? And the first thing Michael says is, oh, we met at a club. And my, I'll reference my cousin, Audrey, she was going, oh, you were dancing? <laughs> What? And I was like, no, recreational activity. We were planting trees. <laughs> yes. You guys oh were my dancing gosh. all night. We actually have, um, maybe I'll share it later, but we actually have a picture of the day we met. Oh, oh my gosh. I think Deanna, his sister Deanna is in there, and um, we have a picture of us holding the plants we made. I'm holding mine on my head like a little weirdo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so in terms of like back to the question, how I knew he was, uh, for me, the one. Um, I didn't really know. I knew that I was really drawn to him. Uh, funny thing, I also had a boyfriend at the time. Uh, when I met him, uh, my boyfriend at the time was of a different faith, and we were really mm-hmm. struggling with that because he really wanted me to convert to his faith, but it was not what I believed in, mm-hmm. and I was trying to explain that to him. Boyfriend at the time, um, uh, you know, uh, what was this? So we were just, uh, we just didn't, we weren't just fit well. Work, yeah. Good person, we just didn't fit well, and that's fine. And I had met Michael at the time, and uh, I, I was really drawn to him. And I thought it was strange because I was going, mm-hmm. I don't really know him. So that seems like a weird thought. I'm just going to leave that be. And so he reached out to me. Poor Michael. Sorry, Michael. He slid into my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I tell this to everyone. And every time he's just like, ah. he's well, like, I did. did. And did. on Instagram, because we didn't, was it Instagram? Oh, sorry, Facebook, a messenger, which I never open. Oh and I, for God, whatever reason, either. downloaded the app the day he asked me out. Wow. Uh, which I never would have done otherwise if I hadn't had some friends telling me to download it to check some that's group so chat cool. for an event and I read it at like midnight and so we ended up our first date was like a snowstorm at like a Starbucks Aww. and um I wasn't really sure if I was gonna like him because I didn't really know him but when we sat down it kind of clicked instantly and kind of similar to what Mariah was talking about mm-hmm. it's a matter of um you know you can envision your life with that person which I hadn't had in previous relationships which is fine you're just learning in that mm-hmm. matter and I don't feel like I'm any form of an expert on this sort of thing but it's a matter of um god puts in your path i think mm-hmm. what is good for you and i feel like we're we're good for each other so there's a balance that's good i wasn't sure that 
Snap, that snap, makes sense. Snap. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, that's how we. I get really shy about kind of knew. Things. No, that was shy. This is Please. how we knew. I mean, in our kind of feeling, how they were the one. Yeah. It could be different for anybody. That's honestly. true. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So now, how did we all meet? Yes. We all met at, at separate times. Like yeah. the three of us didn't just come together. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I met Mariah through through Own Fifty Three because mm-hmm. you were in it at the time. I think the first day I met you was at an OM53 rehearsal. And I don't know if you remember the first thing I said to you, but I remember because I was mortified. Because <laughs> before you came, Michael Oh, you were in me, the church, right? Yes. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> she was drawing. I went, oh, yeah. I was working on a sketch because I was trying to busy myself because I was really shy. And um, she before she had arrived, um, Michael had gone, oh, just so you know, so his, Chris's wife, Mariah's in the band, you'll probably get to meet her. I really want you guys to like <clears> hang <throat> out and be friends. And he, I was like, Oh, Mariah, like Mariah Carey. And he's like, Yeah, that's actually who she's named after. And then you walked in, and I like, I think I shook your hand like some formal person. And I went, Hi, I hear you're named after Mariah Carey. Yeah. <laughs> and I just and I like, like, walked kind of looked at me like, Because I think it was just a very random question no, thing, yeah. or thing to and say. And I honestly, I don't right. remember like, like I remember. that conversation, like that. <laughs> But then I remember... Wait, what do you remember of meeting Becca? I just remember, like, walking in the church, and then um, Chris was like, oh, like, um, you're going to meet Mike's girlfriend. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I love how they both prepped you. Yeah. Because I'm very antisocial sometimes. Me too. And I get very nervous. We discovered we're very similar. Yeah, I'm and very... as a result, we were very intimidated by each other for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like meeting new people. Like, I just get very, like, shy, and I'm very mm-hmm. reserved. And then, obviously, now you guys yeah. know me. I'm like, a loca. Loca. <laughs> Literally, uh, the things I told you guys, secret, but anyways, um, yeah, so when I met her, she was sitting, like, all the way in the corner, like, she had a mask on, I think. Uh, I don't think I did at the time, because this yeah. was before the pandemic oh. started, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Wait, I think we did get together again, like, over the then. summer, and I did, for our, our first double date. Yes, yes, so, and I that's did, what we were, Masks about. were, like, a thing at the time, but when we first met, it was yeah, maybe... Yeah, yeah, you didn't. You had was, a skirt on, didn't you? Or something? I don't know. That remember. was the date. You're thinking of the date. <laughs> the double okay, date. Okay, I don't remember. So, I'm really bad with memory. But that was, like, a rehearsal, and it was, I kid you not, like, a week before the pandemic started. That mm. was, like, the last, one of the last get-togethers I did before yeah yeah so but yeah i remember you guys were rehearsing and um yeah and i met her and she's just like hi and then like she like <laughs> sat in the corner the whole time like sketching that's yeah. all i, like, I was so nervous <laughs> but i remember the next time we hung out mm. and you had a skirt on yes you had um and then we ate that uh what was it like that was it like the the something pig something pig the committed pig the committed pig yeah oh classic yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, in, uh, I don't in remember any pig, but <laughs> <laughs> it was like burgers yeah. and whatnot. And then yeah. we met again. And then I remember before meeting them, Mike was like, "Just such so you know, like Becca's hung up on like calling you Mariah Carey, like <laughs> all stuff." And I'm like, so I'm trying to think of like what is another celebrity named after like Becca, and I'm like, I don't know. And so like to like try to make myself oh. goofy in front of you, and then obviously now I'm like way more embarrassing, but whatever. But yeah, that's how we met. Uh, Ming Laura. Mm-hmm. I met Laura because like one day. Um, I want to hear what you remember. From Chris me. like told me he's like, look at who just like texted me on Instagram and you asked him about my plants. Mm. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wait, I don't, go ahead. Yeah, I, and then I had I had true vine plants like already the the Instagram and then mm-hmm. you asked him like oh like 
Because he had said, like, oh, Because I'd only met Chris at this point. I hadn't met Mariah. You hadn't met But me. he posted a picture of a plant, and I needed help. Yeah, and I was like, like oh, who you... do you help? And then he yeah. said, oh, ask my wife, Mariah. She has a page. And then you went on my page and asked me. And then that's how we, like, started talking about plants. Oh, and then I'm I didn't like, know that. Yeah, and then we started talking about plants. And then the next day in church, I'm like, I got to look for this Laura girl. And then... Um, Wait, I think we did meet in person before this, actually. This no. is what I remember because I oh so, yes we did but you we were on stage and yes. it was very briefly I was so awkward I didn't know what to talk about I thought that Mariah didn't like me because she has no offense has like RBF <laughs> I thought she RBF. hated me because I like I said I knew Chris and Mike first because I play on the worship team at church with them so I knew like Mariah came to some practice with Chris and she was like sitting on the side and I just was like hi are you Chris's <laughs> wife and she was like. Yeah, and then we had to practice, so that was, like, our whole conversation. But for some reason, I just really wanted to be friends with you. So even though I thought you didn't like me, I just kept coming She's like, to I'm like, talking. No, but, like, honestly, I get really shy. And, like, yeah. when me and Laura were talking on stage, I think it was after practice. Then there, after this next Sunday, I saw you again, and I was like, hi! Yeah, and, like, I thought, like, she was going to stop talking to me because, like, I was just giving yeah. very vague answers. Like, I wasn't really answering yes, her, like... Yes, that's why I thought you hated me. And then me. I was like, because I didn't know, like, I was like, yeah, I you don't and I get that. really shy. Yeah, like so that. then I was like, okay, like, okay, like, my answers are, you know, big. And she's like, all right, like, what do you think about this? And then I'm like... like where do you work? Yeah. Where do you live? What do you do? <laughs> I'm like, she's not going to understand what, what do I do for work, so I'll just yeah. give her a vague answer. And then... Like, she just kept talking, and then I'm like, not in a bad way. Like, not yeah, in a bad way. Yeah, just in a very I was just like, wow, she's very yeah. interested in my life. Like, yeah. I've never had that before. Usually, like, people, like, the first three questions are like, all right, bye, see ya. But, like, she stood around for a very, like, good five to ten minutes. And then I was like, oh, cool. And then I told Chris, I'm like, she talked to me, Chris. And then she was like, see, like, look at that. And then the next day, I saw her again. And then, like, I was sitting all the way in the back, remember? And then you were sitting on the next side. Oh, yeah. And then um, that was when I sold you the... Little plant. The plant, yeah, yeah, she wrote me yeah. the plant. I will yeah. say that's really like that's one of Laura's like really qualities. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is, I get nervous around new people too, but yeah. like instead of like shutting down, I like overcompensate. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh, who are you? <laughs> Wait, can I build off of that for a second? So with my first interaction with Laura, we were rock climbing. There was just a day where it was always like, because uh, it was became after a while, it was like Mariah, Chris, Michael, and I, and then Owen 53, and then Laura just materialized. She just appeared, and I was like, oh, there's a Laura here now. Actually, I don't know if you ever noticed, but I used to call you Lauren. Yes. All the time, and Michael would be behind me like, Laura. <laughs> and so the first time I met her, we were rock climbing. And I hadn't done that in a really long time. Wait, can I just trembling. give the backstory before oh, we yes. said it? So like, like I said, I knew Mike and Chris, mm-hmm. and then I met Mariah at church. So I knew them, but Becca at the time, like because of COVID, we were all kind of like spread out. And so I hadn't met her. She hadn't been at the church since I was there. Yeah. But I like, knew of her, right? And so we were going rock climbing, and for anyone who doesn't know, like, you can't go by yourself. Like you have to have someone on the ground who controls the ropes. It's called like the person who plays. Mm-hmm. So I invited them to go rock climbing. Them is in like Mike. Mariah, mm-hmm. Chris, and Spoon. and But I, I can't belay all of them, right? So my roommate, shout out to Liz, and her boyfriend, shout out to Joe. I don't think he listens to this podcast, <laughs> but, you know. They came with us to belay, but that's still, like, there was way more of them than there were us to belay, right? Mm-hmm. And so then someone was like, Mike, invite Becca. And I was like, who's Becca? <laughs> I, like, knew who you were enough, but then my roommate and I had this joke that, because I got so stressed that we mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to belay you, like, there wouldn't be enough of us oh. for you guys to climb. So we had this joke that we're like, Who's Becca? I <laughs> know that. That's wild. But it was so funny. And then we met you and you were like the nicest person ever. And I was like, oh, I like Becca. Oh, I would have to say my favorite 
uh, my favorite story with you was the day I met you because so if you ever go rock climbing you're going up there and you know if you have someone like you said belaying you right mm-hmm. um what's great about Laura because she I think she you did that for me the whole time she gives you you know feedback you know she's telling you like what to do like if you get unsure and from the, up all the way up there she sounds like this oh you're doing great <laughs> you know like put you move your foot up this is what she sounds so like from all the way up there right and then we went all i went all the way back down and you blade someone else which i think was spoon mm-hmm. and standing right next to you you sound like you're doing great screaming you know? just like just like move your foot over and you're sitting looking at me like i must sound crazy i was like no it's great <laughs> Yeah. But I ended up being so, like, it was so fun. And it was obviously, it was well, I didn't rock climb that day. I was girl. You didn't catch me. And I was like, uh. I did the baby one. I couldn't even do the baby. <laughs> You're halfway. Yeah. Uh, okay. It was cool, though, even between us, like, how we all met differently. I feel like, yeah. especially with you, for some reason, just because I remember meeting you more distinctly like that was because I knew someone that you knew like yeah I just felt like God kept being like be friends with her not like an audible or crazy like we talked about in the hearing God's voice episode but just yeah, like yeah. I just had this strong motivation to befriend you for some no, reason I had the same thing with both of you and I, I felt that with Mariah as well where it was like you should be friends with this person and then Michael was saying you really should hang out with Mariah and I was like why and not in a bad way <laughs> no, no, but just in like I get really shy and same, at the time yeah. it was really hard I feel like it's something I've I've started i'm starting to grow out of where i can uh meet new people and be like all right let's hang out let's be friends starting to be more uh social in a way that i wasn't able to before but i remember michael going oh you should really hang out with mariah it'd be so great she really he was telling me that you like had really wanted to hang out with me and i was like me because in my because first impressions yeah like my thing was like my first impression was like mariah's too cool for me she's so cool this is what was our first impression oh you're right my thought was mariah is like stylish right and cool that's very also like for those who meet mariah in person she's very striking because like the yeah. eye color, you have really great hair, the whole thing. And I'm over here like, I'm a potato. That's how oh I, I identify. <laughs> identify with a potato. <laughs> no, when I met, um, my first impression with Laura and Becca is like, mm-hmm. when I met Laura, I was like, okay, like, she's very bubbly, right? And I'm very, like, shy. And I'm like, how can, how is she so bubbly? Like, what is her secret? You like, do have endless, boundless yeah, energy, and I'm like, which okay, I, I love because it's contagious. Yeah, and I'm like, it's I want to be friends with her, but, like, my, you know, my head is like, no, like, you're fine alone. Like, yeah. you're good. And then I'm like, and then Chris is like, just go already. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm I like, feel like Chris Loki organized all of our friends. Yeah. true. And, like, the two of them got together and we're like, they're going to be friends. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, and then Becca, I'm like, okay, this girl's an artist like she's vibey too like you know what I mean like she's very shy too and I'm like mm-hmm. she doesn't want to be friends with me like it's gonna last like two weeks and we're not gonna like really talk to them it's gonna be like a high and bye that so was my it's wild to think that we always had this kind of short mm-hmm. not I don't know if the word is short-minded but almost like short-lived perception I think of each mm-hmm. other it's like oh I'm meeting this person I don't think I'm ever really gonna hang out with them but it's amazing how God I think has worked yes. for us in such a short yeah. period of time and you know I can consider you guys some of my closest friends yeah. now which is amazing I was like, counting- <laughs> like I wish you could see Laura's getting emotional <laughs> no I was counting on the days yeah. to you guys get annoyed with my personality because I'm very like out there I'm like she has a secret calendar I'm- in the corner because yeah, I like to like, like, tell days. people I'm like hey like you know I'm very straightforward, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes I say things that are like, like I don't know. Like I I've, I've done that to, yeah. to Laura. Like when I when um, I first hung out with Laura, I'm like, so what is your? Oh my gosh, she sits me down. She goes, 
like, what's your type? I was like, I literally <laughs> just met her. I was like, she's like, that's uh, actually what I really admire about you, Mariah. You're very straightforward and, like, to the point. Yeah. And you're very honest. That's just your yeah. thing. But I, I sometimes have to dial it down because I'm too honest, I feel like. <laughs> and then some people are like, Maybe balance each what other out pretty your well. problem? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, Laura, take the floor. <laughs> take the floor, Laura. Somebody take the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, guys. How many questions do we have We have left? one more. We're going for like an hour. Sorry. We're just we're like, oh, here. this is going to be 20 minutes. Yeah, we're just having so fun. So the last one is, what's a funny memory oh, God. of each other? I have so many, honestly. Mine was definitely the one of Laura screaming when we went rock climbing. Oh. That's, that's definitely the funniest <laughs> memory really? I have. <laughs> Because that was just, like, fully seeing your personality. <laughs> We've had a lot of random experiences together. We went to a wedding a couple weeks ago, and oh, the whole yeah. thing... That we ended up at a gas though. station. It was a black tie wedding, right? So we're all wearing these, like, gowns. Oh, in a gas God. station? And then Becca calls, and we were like... She's like, I need gas. And I was like, I need to eat something. Long story. None, all of us had stomach aches. None of us mm-hmm. ate breakfast. It was like 4 p.m. And we're all mm-hmm. about to like pass out at the wedding. So mm-hmm. then we're like, we'll just stop at the gas station. So then like Becca's out of the gas station in her like sketchers. Didn't you have like slippers on? I had fuzzy slippers on. I had my heels on. I was like, let's go, people. Let's go. I'm like, come on, we're gonna be late. I'm like trying to carry my dress because it's like short and just enough for heels, but I'm like, it's dragging on the ground. And then Becca's speaking in Spanish to like the Indian cashier. (laughs) I didn't have to be fair. I don't even speak that much Spanish. I teach at a school where I have a lot of Spanish speaking students. Yeah. So for whatever reason, I went to say goodbye and out of habit, like what I say to my students, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. I say, thank God, buen dia, right? which is just have a good day and just out of habit for whatever reason because that's what I say just throughout the school day to my my students I just and then uh, I just said it to him and I just went why did I just do that and I was like come on guys we gotta get out of here come on let's go like and then but like not being mean I'm like we have to go because like we almost missed the ceremony oh my god we we ran there and then Laura sits down and like like I hit this like, yeah, she fell in the back. The we're the loudest people in the back, and we're like, everyone's just staring at us. I'm like, I want to die. I, I think like, it was just when we walked in. They're about thankfully. to have my funeral yeah. right here. I'm like, uh, yeah, but my favorite memory, and um, I wish I wish Laura was no, with us at the time. It's oh so my funny. Gosh. But like, it was me, Becca, Mike, Spoon, and Chris, and we yes, all go they to were the in diner. Cars. Yeah, we all go to the diner after um, service on Sunday, and like. This day, Laura couldn't come. She said, "Oh, I can't come. I have, I have to, I have plans or something." You know, my parents, like, yeah. Whatever, but like, <laughs> we after the diner, um, the guys were like, "Oh, we have to listen to the song of our album. Like, we're gonna be in Mike's car." And then we're like, "Oh, like me and Becca, like whatever. Like, we'll go in our car and we'll just jam." So then we get ahead of the guys and yeah. we're like, "We'll be there, you know, first. And then, so we're like, you know, jamming and then we're talking about like life, whatever. And then. <laughs> We see the guys make a turn, and we miss the turn, and we're like, Because we were oh. so distracted. And, like, before we miss, we realized we missed a turn, we're, like, giving them peace signs. We're like, oh, like, woo. Like, As we're know, going like, past them through the light, and they have the windows yeah. open, so they're sticking their arms out of the window, and they just throw their hands up in the air and give us a look like, like what, what are, are you doing? doing? And then we're like, oh, and we lost ah! it. And we're, like, we're screaming in the car. We're like, oh, my God, we missed that turn. And, we're, and then Becca's like, don't worry, we'll turn here. And then we missed the other turn, and, and we're almost going on the highway. We ended up on, like, the park the highway whatever oh, yeah, yeah. and we're just screaming in the car all we're doing is screaming and then Mike calls he's like 
Hey, honey, you okay? And then we're like, ah, we're not okay. <laughs> Help us. Help us. And then they're like, what are you guys doing? We're just screaming. And then I'm laughing I'm so laughing. much that I almost we're passed because driving. I can't see. Like, I'm crying. And then Becca's just like, hold on, hold on, my, my navigation. And then all of a sudden, her navigation gets frozen. <laughs> You're right. And then we, <laughs> we didn't know which way to turn. And we're like, oh, oh my God. And then I'm like, Becca, fix it. And she's like, I don't know how. Ah, it, like, zoomed help me. Ah. She's I just remember. saying, help me. And I'm like, how can I help you? I'm driving, Becca. And then I, I think I might have been saying a prayer, to be honest. And then she's like, turn into the, um, what was it, the Target or something? It was like, oh, uh, what was it? It was Costco. a grocery store. I, I don't know, Costco, Costco or something. Time. So I turn in there. It was still wrong. It was still wrong because we still have to go back to the same way. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm just crying. And then all of a sudden oh her gosh. GPS zooms in so much. Yeah. that she's like, I think I got it. And then I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. And then she's like, just turn here. And long story short, we were like. We were really just, far away, oh and gosh. it was just like, like it was so funny. <laughs> the guys are still on the phone while we're panicking, and oh we're just laughing. Oh, it was just a good time. It was funny. If you can imagine, it was just us hysterically laughing and crying, <laughs> and then missing each turn because we were laughing so yeah. hard. And her GPS was frozen. Oh, yeah. And we didn't just... know, like, it was just like popping up on the screen, like, turn here, turn here. Or but like last frozen. minute. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I'm also notorious for not giving, giving yeah. good directions. <laughs> So thank you guys so much for listening to this, this podcast. This is be like a million hours yeah. long. Um, if you made it, congrats. Yeah, if you made it this long, congrats. You really wanted the tea because you got the tea. Um, <laughs> we hope this was just as fun for you as it was for us. Yeah, and we're, to go through it. we're sad that, you know, we're going to take a little break for now. But I mean, everyone needs a break. But it won't be that long. Yeah, we're going to probably come back in like a month or yeah. two. And After have our little stuff. girls vacay. Yeah, yes. we're going to go on a trip once we find out. <laughs> so with that, if you have any recommendations for things you might want to hear in the next season, yeah. you know, yeah. send us a message of maybe a topic we didn't go over so far. We were, we've been yeah. already talking about a few ideas, like maybe we potentially plans. talking yeah. about creation maybe rest in god we're not sure yet Fruits we have to decide spirit, uh mm-hmm. woman's issues um anything honestly we want to yeah. we're so like excited to talk about all these things but obviously we have to have a structure and yeah get into an order here but season yeah. two will be soon it will be popping if you don't follow us on instagram already please follow us that's also where we get you know most of the information yes. you see things coming up so if you don't follow us it's t.n.truth and yes. truth and if you guys can um share our previous podcast and just get our tea and truth cheese may out there yes, um, that would help us because we're trying to spread the gospel and spread a little bit of sunshine <laughs> on a cloudy day <laughs> anyways uh so yeah thank you guys so much for watching until next time wait let's pray we're gonna pray <laughs> Dear Jesus, we just thank you for the blessing of this time together. I personally thank you for my Becca and the gift <clears throat> that you've given us for this podcast. We just thank you for everyone listening. We ask that you bless them with good community of sisters and others <laughs> just to walk out the faith with and that um, we just continue to learn more about you and to know you more deeply. And we just give you thanks for all these things and for season one. And we thank you in advance for season two and all that you're going to do. We just pray that you would get all the glory, Jesus. And your name we pray. Amen. 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 Bye guys. Have a good day.